0: that's overwhelming now i'm gonna drop it yeah that happens yeah and but versus like linking up with somebody hey friend welcome to the ready to rise podcast with your host me audrey rose this is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level join me on my journey as i create a life that i'm obsessed to wake up for every day I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise?
1: Yeah, so my name is Julia and I have been in the career world for just about 10 years, um, actually just over 10 years now. Um, And it was a career change for me. I did some other things in my career before I did this um and i got my start in higher education. So, i have a counseling focused master's degree and that allowed me to work in higher education and i got my first position in career development and never looked back. Wow. Um, I I love it so much. And a couple years ago, i had some big life changes happen. This was all pre-covid, pre-pandemic. Um, that changed kind of our outlook on life and what we wanted and how we wanted to live our life. And that was when I actually started my business, left higher education, and
0: now this is what I do full-time. Oh my, okay. So when you say this is what you do full-time, that just means like you're helping people (sighs) go for the career they want, help people decide, make the decision to change their lives. Yeah. So
1: it, it runs the gamut, really. (laughs) So my focus is really working with people who are in a corporate setting who want to be in a nine to five. Um, There is a lot of noise out there for leave the nine to five, run your business, do all of that. And I think that's great. I think for for people who are in a certain place in their life with certain resources and ability, it's a wonderful way to go. That's what we're doing. You know, that's what I'm doing. But I would not recommend yep. <laughs> this life yep. to most people. Um, it's very hard to get your business going. It's even though like, again, I have a lot of years of experience, but bringing that all into an online world yeah. is a totally different ball game. And it's hard, it, it can be really hard. And so I wanna honor my past, which was, I was in the nine to five, I wanted that life for a very long time. Yeah. And, you know, life happened to me and I made a shift. I'm not necessarily helping people make the shift that I did, but I'm helping them with some of those big life changes. And how do you manage your career after that? Especially when they make you like question everything, so now with the pandemic, yeah, that's a lot just, of
0: people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's thrown a lot of people mm-hmm. off and you know, I'm here to help you get back on track, figure out what you want and need, right. and hopefully make different or better decisions for yourself that you might not have mm-hmm. made before because you were on a little bit of a like rat race that you didn't yeah. even realize.
0: How interesting. So like, because so many people right now feel like they have to, like, once they pop their head up from the rat race, they feel like they have to leave and they have to just kind of start their own business from home or whatever. And it's not sustainable for a lot of people. So you're kind of teaching them how to have the best of both worlds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How do we balance? What does that look like? So my primary Uh, is, is career coaching and career strategy. But anytime I meet with clients, it also ends up being, okay, what's going on in your home life? Yeah. Because those priorities impact your work life and vice versa. Everything's working together, or in some cases against each other. And so we have to figure out how to create that balance between the two so that you can be successful across the board.
0: Makes total sense. And because like, what do you see? I have my own ideas, but what do you see most people wanting to leave their nine to fives or wanting to leave their careers for? Like, is it, you know, due to the high stress of their career or is it like the money or a shitty boss or, you know? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's all of that. Uh, it just depends on the person and their priority. Um, I know when people become parents, I know when my husband and I became parents, it really shifted what we were willing to do and not do within our careers. We had to make different decisions that we didn't consider before. Um, Bad management. I went through that. I talk about that a lot on my podcast and just on my social media, you know, bad management. And I think a lot of people put up with it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when the pandemic hit, I think that was a, a, way for people to go, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to be in this high stress situation. Some people thrive on stress. That's fine. You know, if that's who you are and that's how you function, that's great. But I think other people realized how detrimental it was to their family, to their health, and they want to make changes. They, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be anything major. Sometimes it's just making a lateral move. Um, I think for other people, they were stuck for a while and didn't know where to go. And so this is an opportunity for them to move up and move on to something bigger and better and ultimately make more money.
0: Yeah. It's like, that's the thing is I've noticed that so much lately, just everyone talking about money, making more money, saving more money, investing and that kind of thing. I think like the pandemic, it really gave us this opportunity to kind of stop for a minute and think about our lives. And like, we're always so caught up in our routines and, you know, you don't always take the time to look out and see what it is that you are missing or what it, where do you want to go with your life or what would make you feel fulfilled? Because we're just doing that whole day-to-day, wake up, (laughs) drive through Starbucks, pick up the kids, whatever. Yeah.
1: And I will say money is not at the top of the list for everyone. I would say for most people, it's a balance it's making sure that they can live their life and function. So I mean, it's totally fine to be motivated by money. But a lot of times, if that's the only thing that you're looking at, it's really gonna distort and skew the opportunities that you go for. And then that's when you end up in positions that you're like, I do not want to do this. This is not okay. So you want to consider Everything and money should always be a part of that consideration. Uh, It just depends on what you value and what you're looking for in that season of life.
0: So, how are you like when you say that you're kind of helping them get into these other moves or these other categories? Are you helping? I'm like confused. Like, I'm just so curious. (laughs) Like, are you helping them like kind of put their nose to the grindstone and like, hey, you need this education to get there, or you need, you know, you need to get this promotion by doing these? certain extracurriculars or whatever it is, like helping yeah. them manage that?
1: Right. So it depends on the person. Um, I do a lot of like, who are you work? and I really yeah. help my clients dig into who are you? What is your personality? What are your values? What are your skills? What do you want in life? What does that all look like? And then I help them develop strategies that fit for them. So a lot of times what you see is people say, okay, here's my program, here's the thing that I have, and like you need to fit into all of these categories, which is totally fine. I think that that works for some people depending on what you need in that season. Um, For me, I really see my clients as individuals, and every individual has a different need. So I've had people come to me and say, I think I need to go into a graduate program. And after a couple of sessions, I'm like, you do not need to go into a graduate program. Here's what you need to do. You know, let's create a strategy that's going to work better for you instead of this. And that's just one example of it really it's such it's such a personal process, especially once you get into that mid level place with your career. So you've been working for a while. You're not necessarily entry level. I very rarely work with entry level people. And you're in this place of, I have some experience, I have some life, maybe some life changes have happened. And now what, now what am I going to do? You know, and you start to really hone in on this is what I'm looking for. This is the type of life I want to live. This is what I value. So I really help people uncover that for themselves and create a strategy that is customized for them, their learning styles, their personality and who they are. And that can run the gamut.
0: That's literally just so amazing because how much time do we spend at work? You know, a lot in our lifetime. (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Right? And so honestly, if you're just going, like I said earlier, and you know, if you're just literally just going to work, coming home, picking up the kids, whatever, it's like, man, that's like valuable time that Mm -hmm. we are spending not living our best lives. Right. So honestly, why not? figure out how to get there. And I'm sure that so, so many people want to be in a different place, but they don't know how, and then you get caught up and you just, you're so confused. And what do I do? Oh, I'll blindly start this graduate program. That's overwhelming. Now I'm going to drop it. Yeah, that honestly, happens. yeah. And, but versus like linking up with somebody like you that can kind of just show them like maybe some of the steps and show them how it's not so overwhelming.
1: Right. Right, and I will. T- I'll be totally honest. A lot of people can do this work on their own. Yeah, I'm it sure. really just depends on where you are and kind of where you are. I think in the personal professional development spectrum, um, I think there's a lot of people that they need some a couple of really good resources, maybe a couple of books or podcasts to listen to, mm-hmm. and they can figure it out. They just need that nudge. Because they have all the information and they can make it happen for themselves. Then you have people who likely have gone through something traumatic or seemingly traumatic, so workplace trauma when we talk about the bosses, mm-hmm. you know and the bad culture and all that. And I use yeah. trauma, I don't use trauma loosely. Um, you really end up do you really end up developing a lot of just like inner turmoil and issues that you'll carry on to other positions. And in some cases you don't feel like you can leave the current position. Yeah. And so those are the people that I'm like, you likely need a little bit of extra help. You probably need a therapist for one, but also somebody like me who can remind you like, hey, you are good at what you're doing. Yeah. You have a skill set. You, you know what's up. You just now need to get out of this position and stop worrying about how it's going to impact everybody else because the company at the end of the day will move on without you.
0: This is like all my nurse friends better be listening to this part because seriously, that's how all of us are feeling in healthcare right now. And it's like, oh, well, COVID, you know, well, we have to stay. Well, I'm a COVID nurse. So I like, what are they going to do without me? I know what I'm doing. I can help. And then it's like, you know, at the end of the day, picking up all these extra shifts or doing all this crazy stuff and not allowing ourselves to advance in our career the way we want to. It's just Mm -hmm. impacting us. The Company Mm -hmm. will go
1: on. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. I used to work with nurses all the time back in Mm -hmm. higher education. There was a really good nursing program at one of the schools that I worked at. And I was like their career person. And so I got to know the process and they were early career. So they were all like, you know, first big jobs. One of my best friends is a nurse. Like I I love working with nurses. You guys are awesome.
0: It's like that mentality though, like where it's like, oh, I shouldn't leave. Or I, I don't know. There's like this crazy deep loyalty to traumatic situations.
1: Right. And here's the crazy thing. (laughs) Like the thing that blows my mind with nurses you guys have a skill set that can transfer to so many different types of yeah. healthcare. yeah and so whenever you feel like oh i can't leave i can't yes you can yep there is another hospital there is another clinic there is a doctor's office there are all sorts of opportunities for you guys that I think you get so like tunnel vision with what like your programs tell you, Mm -hmm. this is the only path. And it's like,
0: no. (laughs) And once you're in it, it's like what you were just saying about like the trauma. It's so interesting how you brought that up too. So I'm sure it's in other careers as well, but it's like that trauma that keeps you going back for some reason. So having somebody to bounce that off of and talk to it it, like to get you out and show you that that's not, you know, the truth, like, you don't need to stay encompassed in that.
1: Right. Yeah. Sometimes you just need somebody, somebody that is not going to be impacted by the decision. Yeah. You know, so you might have a significant other or a family member or somebody who is like, you need to leave, you need to leave. But you're connected to them in a different way right Mm -hmm. and so even if they're telling you to leave it's like yeah but like you're impacted by this decision if I decide to leave and what does that look like and all of that if you come to me I'm gonna be like no you need to leave and here's a strategy to do it so that your family isn't being negatively impacted and what are your options Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes that takes time That's the other thing. Like, I don't want to sugarcoat any of this thinking that, like, you know, you start looking for a job tomorrow and magically it happens. Sometimes that can happen, but that's not real. Like, a job transition, a career transition, that can take time, not just from the application process, which can take weeks or sometimes months, but just from knowing what do you want? You know, what do you want to look for? What makes sense given your situation and a lot of nurses unless you're a travel nurse they're trying to find places that are within the vicinity of their home and so then that makes your options sometimes a little bit more limited depending on where you work so it can take a little bit longer for that to happen but you have to set the wheels in motion to at least start working toward making a transition if that it makes the most sense for you
0: Right. Yeah. I'm just like, that's like, I keep coming back to that main point. And it's so mind blowing to me just the fact that like we're caught up and we have to have somebody to talk to to help pull us out oftentimes. Mm -hmm. Not all the time, but oftentimes, like you just, you have to have someone. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's so simple, but it's so good. Oh my gosh. Can you tell us a little bit about like your podcast and, you know, the tidbits that you share on there?
1: Yeah, sure. So my podcast is under the same name as my company, Ride the Tide Collective. And it is a career-focused podcast primarily around career management and career advancement. So I did the first year of the podcast as all solo episodes. Um, I wanted to share all my knowledge. Um, So there's a ton of just really practical tips and career strategies from my experience. I think at that point it was like eight, eight or nine years of experience. Um, and so I just like freely share that. And it's not, it's not even like, oh, okay, here are the steps. It's like, okay, here's a step and here's exactly what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And here's what this looks like. So I'm really breaking it down for people. So highly recommend that part of the podcast. And then in 2021, I actually started bringing guests on. And I wanted to share people's stories. I wanted to share their career story about how they got to where they are. And I focused primarily on people who were in that mid career place so that, you know, your average person mm-hmm. <laughs> can listen and go, oh, I see myself in this person. Because I think a lot of people that get interviewed for things like that. They are C-suite, VP, like they're really high level people, which is great. You know, I think there is some value in that, but they're beyond kind of the
0: day-to-day. Exactly.
1: You know, of the grind of the job. And so I wanted to interview people who are in it. They're working, they have families, they, you know, they're living life. Like they have a lot of different um, things that they're doing. And that's what I wanted to focus on. So that was 2021 and then actually just launched today at the time of <laughs> recording this is a season on the recruiter's perspective.
0: Ooh, so, that's brilliant.
1: Yeah. So I have a lot of recruiters that I have been interviewing and I'm still interviewing and putting those out nice. and really asking them about the process. What, what do you need on your resume? What helps in interviews? Like, So getting their perspective nice. on the hiring process and what that looks like and what they're looking for. So I'm really, really excited for that. Uh, that to
0: That is want. so awesome. Yeah. Like, like interview questions and all mm-hmm. those scary things, you know, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to wear? Like <laughs> it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the important things like, you know, and, and I love that you are focusing on kind of just overall making it tangible, like making mm-hmm. it something Absolutely. that we can do because a lot of times I think we look at these big steps in our lives like, oh shit, that's way too scary. I can't do it. I don't know how. So I'm going to stay stuck.
1: Yes. And then yes. we're staying happy. It's so common. Mm-hmm. It is so common. And, you know, you said it, I want everything to be really practical, Yeah, you know, and honestly, the way that I run my business is probably the opposite of what these online people say that you're supposed to do. You know, they're like, oh, give them, you know, give them the the outline, but don't give them any of the steps. And I'm like, but the outline isn't Helpful, you know, like I I understand where they're going with it, but that's not that's not my focus. That's not what I'm trying to do. So even my freebies, you know, things that I give away, they are very much step by step by step. It's not like oh, do this and then like purchase the other thing. No, it's here's a freebie, and you're getting exactly what you need to help you move forward if that's not working for you and you need like another extra step or another push, then yeah, let's have a conversation. Yeah. But I'm most people can do this on their own. And that's what I want to help people figure out how to do, you know, like my goal is not for you to be with me forever.
0: Right. I want to help you (laughs) learn how to manage and then like
1: push you out of the nest. Yeah.
0: Yeah, There's something wrong if you're with me forever. Unless you want to keep on changing, you know some people do need to keep on changing things until they get it right, which is yeah. fine.
1: I mean, I do career management, like mm-hmm. I I offer that as well. But for most people, they don't need that for a long period of time. You kind of go through seasons where yeah. it's like, okay, I need to like come in for a few sessions. Okay, I'm good, and then you know yeah. <laughs> you take a break, and then you come back, and all of that. I think that's fine. But ultimately, you want to learn how to manage yourself and you want to understand yourself well enough so that you can go into different seasons of your career and your life and you know what to look for and you know how to manage it.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, honestly, because right now I think I, I, I'm sure it's obviously more than just healthcare, you know, with COVID happening, especially it's, it's hard right now to know how to deal with jobs as they're switching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's it's a tough time. And then obviously our home lives are all kind of crazy still right now, even though it's been a few years, but, um, (laughs) but things are still, yeah. So, I mean, it's always nice to have that check-in and just kind of see what we can do to make it funner. Yeah. That's my biggest thing in life (laughs) is if you're not having fun, if you're not enjoying your day, what's the point, Right. Right. Like, well,
1: healthcare has been slammed. I mean, really like you guys have had uh, the best of both worlds, uh, like across this two, yeah. almost three year span now. And it's, it's rough. Like <laughs> It's rough it's for you rough. guys. And I think unless you've been in it or you know, somebody who's in it, you don't understand. It's the same in teaching right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, people on the outside are really quick to judge, but my parents were teachers. So like, I understand the school system. I understand, you know, I was in higher education for yeah, quite yeah. a while and unless you're in it, you don't really yeah, understand. Yeah. It's really easy to sit and judge somebody for the decisions that they're yeah. making, but you don't know anything about who they are, what they want, what they need, and the experience that they're having while yeah. they're there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Speaking of that, like with a self-care perspective and all of that and trying to get through these times, if you can close us off by giving us like one major self-care tip that you would tell people to do.
1: I would say, okay, so (laughs) I don't know if this is a tip so much as like a word of advice, but you don't owe anybody anything. And you don't have to stay where you're at at all, even if it's a family business, even if it's your own business, (laughs) even if you are successful, but you hate it, you don't owe anybody anything. You have to make decisions that are best for you and the immediate people that would be impacted by those decisions.
0: I think that's like the most brilliant piece of advice, honestly, really. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't stay stuck. Thank you so much. Where's like the best place that people can find you? Instagram, Facebook, website.
1: Yeah. So website for sure. Ride the tight collective.com. My podcast is linked there as well as all of my resources and how to connect with me for coaching and things like that. I am on Instagram. I'm active there. I'm also very active on LinkedIn. Um, I do have Facebook, but I'm not really active there. So (laughs) that's probably not the first place I would go try Instagram or LinkedIn. Those are the best places to message me and also see the different content and tips that um, I give out on a daily basis.
0: Is your IG under Ride the Tide or is it your name? Okay, so Ride the Tide. No, it's
1: it's Ride the Tide Collective, and then my LinkedIn is my name, Julia Toothaker. You can find it. You can also find my company as well, but um, definitely look for my personal one. And it's linked on my website and all of that.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much. It's such a good time, like talking. (sighs) Thank you for having me. This was was great. Yay. I'm so happy you were able to make it to another awesome episode. Don't forget if this resonated with you, take a screenshot, tag me in it on Instagram at enlightened period wellness, or if it's something that one of your friends needs to hear, don't hesitate to send it out. Let's get this message across. Have a blessed day.